previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Are there any flying stories that you can share? Oh my God. Well, of course. I guess the most notable one is the trip to Norway for the Lillehammer Olympics, because that was the longest. Right. But getting him off the plane that morning in Oslo, it was sort of like, you've ever seen a horse that's been sedated by a vet? Like leading a semi-sedated horse down a ramp into Oslo. Back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Littles. Hey, Ritz. Hey, Ritz. Hey, Littles. How's it going? How are you? Uh, right out of the gate, Roxy. Let's just get to it. Summer of Littles. Four. That's right. Where can they find information? Summeroflittles.com. Head on over there. And a special shout out to Bob Walsh. Very kindly included us on his website. Yeah. Yeah. He put our little thing, our links on there. That was so nice. Yeah. Very nice. So thank you, Bob Walsh, for that. Then let's get to the other one. Uh, we're not sure. Uh, Jingle Fest. We think it's June 25th, you said? 25th. That's the Saturday. Okay. That's the last Saturday we, in June. We don't really get information about that. We need to get on that. Jerry yeah. Negrelli. I mean, I'm sure if you go over to the littlesongs.net or whatever, I'm sure you can find the information over there. But we'll try to get more information because that's coming up yeah, soon. Yeah, we'll happily promote it. Rich, you going down? I would love to because every time I hear everybody talking about these, yep. it sounds so phenomenal. Yeah. I'll admit I've never gone. I really want to figure this out. So maybe we do the road trip from New York City. Who maybe. knows? We're going to yeah. try. Mm -hmm. We might actually have to meet you there, though, because I think we're going to go somewhere before, maybe down to Nashville, and then head on our way back. Right. Oh, nice. To New York. We're not sure yet. Right. We're, we're going to try and figure I got to figure all that out with work. But I think, fingers crossed, we're definitely at least going to get down there for the event. Very fingers cool. crossed. I love that we never commit to that I full know. time. Well, we, can, we don't want to. Like, we're definitely going to try. And it has nothing to do with <laughs> disappointing people down there. It's disappointing us. Yeah. I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, we're going, and then it doesn't work out. Out, right. And it's gonna suck. Right. So anyway, got to do right. a live live remote of the Loyal Littles uh, pod. <laughs> Roxy's not into that. I don't think. I don't know yeah. if I'd be good at it. I think we could be. Okay. I think I'd get nervous well, and get maybe. shy. Well, speaking of, let's get to our emails and everything. And we have to start here. I mean, first of all, another thank you, Gene McManus, for yeah. coming on our last episode and meeting the Littles. Was that so was good. so much fun. So good. And I can't tell you the joy it brings to me. Even the editing process, when I go back and listen to the conversation and edit it down a little bit. Little seriously, if you could see Chuck's face when I he's mean, editing these, it's so great to see. Well, I mean, That's why know. we started this. That's why I begged him to get a hobby because I knew he would have so much fun with this. No, it, it, it's been. It's been a pure joy. I mean, to go back and hear these voices that I've been listening to for years, yeah. a, a decade now, pretty much. Yeah. And then to get to actually like talk to them together. and put it all together. Yeah. yeah. So I sent her a thank you mm -hmm. and she wrote back saying, you know, because I wanted to give her the link to the, because she's not on social media. Yeah. So I sent her a link to the episode. She said, thanks so much for letting me know it dropped, but I can't bear to listen. Oh. You know, and that's funny. All of them have said that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You know, I know Gary definitely said that. And he's like, no, no offense. He's like, I just don't like to listen to myself. And it's funny how that... I mean, we, I love to listen to myself. No. Anyway. Yeah, you do. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she said, I'm afraid that one, I sound squeaky and two, two yes. I, talk you, Jean. <laughs> I talk too much about myself. She said, I thought she was great. Yeah. Oh, she was great. Yeah, absolutely. And she said, thanks for forwarding the nice comments. Cause I started, cause I, she's not on yeah, social media. Yeah. So I started screenshotting some of these amazing comments. The littles were writing about her and mm -hmm. I sent them in an email. I thought she'd appreciate that. She said, thanks for the nice comments. I'm sure you're hiding from me. The ones that accused me of having the same politics as AOC. 
Well, first of all, we don't do politics on this show. No, we don't. So there's no problems there. We didn't get anything like that. Nope. Then she says, the last time I came to New York was to see Daniel Craig and Macbeth. And an hour before the showtime, I got an email that the performance was canceled because of COVID in the cast. Imagine being able to say that you got COVID from Daniel Craig. (laughs) And then she said, but I want to get up there to see the Winslow Homer show at the Met. So if I do, I'll give you a holler and see if you and Roxy want to have coffee. Absolutely. Uh, There's no, yeah, no debating there. Thanks for the lovely interview. It was so great to meet you and Roxy. And please give all my best to her. All right, Roxy. Then we had another one, right? Yeah, it says, this is from Ed Butt. Great episode, you guys. I really enjoyed it. One of my great thrills was at Jingle Fest 2. I was talking to Jean when the playlist reached one of my favorites. Eat it, McManus. <laughs> now, see, I was going to approach that during the interview, uh-huh. but I didn't know if I could go. I, you know, with Saliza, we we went there right. right away. We went there. But with her, it was just different. I don't know why. I just was... I was almost scared to go there. Yeah, you were nervous. Yeah, I was really nervous. So anyway, let's get to the rest of the emails. Rich, you have something, right? I do. This is from Steve Oswalt and responding to your conversation with the wonderful and genius-like Dan Byrne. Oh, absolutely. And he was great. Steve writes, I feel the need to elaborate the Aaron versus Mays question from Dan Byrne. Baseball is a numbers game, and Aaron has the one, two, three all time. One in RBIs two in home runs, and three all-time in hits behind only Pete Rose and Ty Cobb. He is criminally underrated due to playing most of his career in Milwaukee and then Atlanta, while Mays played in New York City and San Francisco. Aaron also won a World Series, two batting titles, and an MVP. Need I say more? He is simply the GOAT. And he's got a little picture of a GOAT. One further Henry the GOAT fun fact Even if you take away all 755 of his home runs, he still goes into the Hall of Fame based on still being over 3,000 hits. I think he makes a good case. Absolutely. That's a great question. Now, in our defense, I was just trying to be funny when I answered that question because he took us off guard. Dan Byrne, amazing. Who did I say? You said Mays. I think you were just following me. I said it based on Major League, the yeah. movie, you know, Willie Mays Hayes. I was just trying to be funny. They're both. I mean, that's like an impossible question. Yeah. I'm sorry. So the impossible question is now put to you, Ritz. Yes, I will admit, and maybe it's growing up in New York. I always heard of the legend of Willie Mays. My dad was going to ball games back with the New York Giants and Brooklyn Dodgers, all of that. And he had this legendary quality. I can tell you a funny story about literally saving up and trading probably 20 baseball cards in 1970 whatever to a kid down the block to get his crinkled up Willie Mays card and my brother telling me like you're such an idiot he's an old player you don't need that card like why'd you do that but I digress I have to say as I grew up I started learning more about Hank Aaron and he passed Babe Ruth's record I really had an amazing appreciation of what this guy did incredible ball player and I agree with Steve Oswalt, truly underrated if it's possible. Yeah. All right. Now, Roxy, I just realized, because you're on there too. Littles, this is how bad we are at (laughs) self-promotion. Ritz, do you hear we have a website? I just heard. No, I mean, we should have opened with this. Yeah. Like, how do we not open? We're so stupid. Okay. So, yes, we have a website, loyallittlespod.com. Go there. It has everything. Yeah, there you go. Check we covered it, out. it. Check well, it out. The reason I'm Dina, saying, you did a great job. Yes, Dina did a great job. And Claire both. I mean, here's the thing. Going through the emails here, and we heard from Jason Messart, and it says, great website. Have you guys thought about adding a guest book of some sort? 
I'm not sure if this is even a possibility with the current web provider service or not. Just the thought I had from checking your new site out. Well done, you guys. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, we have a website. We should have opened with that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, we're an idiot. Loyallittles.com. Yeah, loyallittles.com. My whole ending to these episodes is completely changed, yeah, and you, I'm she's terrified. Screwed she's screwed I'm now. I'm terrified. Now, just for the record, we are looking into that, Jason. Yeah. So we've got in touch with Dina, our web mistress, as she wants to be called, mm-hmm. and we're not sure. We're not sure. We're yeah. gonna, we definitely know looking that you can sign it. up for alerts. Mm-hmm. That's something I didn't even know about. Apparently, you can sign up for our mail list or something. Yeah. And anytime we do, do we have things to get mailed? Well, no, no. Like, but when we post an episode, oh, it will email you an alert. Gotcha. In case it doesn't just come up on your podcast or whatever. Gotcha. So yeah, so that's kind of cool. I didn't even know that could happen. Right. But yeah, we have a website. Cool. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. So then we heard from Joe Magnew. Chuck and Roxy listened to multiple episodes on my trip from Buffalo where I was working the Sabres game. Hmm. That's hockey. <laughs> hockey talk. Hockey talk. I will say that you need a better Uber to Pittsburgh Airport. I can make it in 30 minutes. Ah. Now, Joe, in my defense, wouldn't this matter about what time of day this is? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Traffic and all that. Yeah. I mean, come on. No, I mean, he's probably right. I was Accidents just, I was happen. guesstimating. I, mm-hmm. I, hey, Chuck, wrong answer. What? Wrong answer. Because obviously you now know who to call next time you and That's right. Roxy arrive in Pittsburgh. Right. Hello, Joe. Well, I'm calling Bob. I'm calling Joe. I'm call- I could, we got a lot of Pittsburgh friends. Whoever now. gets right. there first gets us in their car. Right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then finally, we're going to end with this. Roxy, you, well, Roxy never listens to the episodes. Sometimes. Sometimes. You never listen. Rich, you listen though, right? You bet. Okay. This is from David Patton. Near the end of episode 140, Loxy? Who's Loxy? Okay. This is true. I didn't even have to go back. You said that? Oh, yeah. I didn't even have to go back. Because <laughs> when I was editing it down, I was like, oh, shit. How can I figure this out? Right. I, maybe I, that was one of the moments you were laughing out loud. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But it was, uh, yeah. So I Listen, th- we've already established that Chuck's brain and mouth don't operate at the same speed. Yeah, absolutely. And it's okay. Just go with it. I mean, honestly, Littles, some of these emails... You got to edit them before you send them because it doesn't make it easy on us. <laughs> well, Trust this me. was just, I, I called you Loxie. I'm just going to, I'm just going <laughs> to, just going to cop to it. She loves the smoked salmon. That's right. I don't, you really don't though, do you? <laughs> I'll eat salmon. Ugh, it's not my go-to. I don't like seafood. So anyway, all right, well, let's get out of here. Rich, you're sticking around though. You're coming back for the Friday five, right? That would be great. All right. We'll be right back with meet the littles. <laughs> You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the W, hey, that's me, WTFC Podcast Network. Nothing is right. Everything is wrong. That I love has left me and gone. No longer will I kiss her beautiful face. Time has stopped since she's went away. We are being played in this episode by Don Miller, and this song is called Hole in the Sky. 
and it's off his Peach Moonshine Margarita album. Love that name. This one also reminds me of my dad because this is the music I was kind of brought up on. And if you like what you hear, you can find all of Don's stuff over on iTunes. Just search Don Mueller. That's M-E-A-L-E-R. And as always, we'll play the full song, Hole in the Sky, at the end of the podcast. There's a hole in the sky where the sun used to be. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. All right, Roxy, you ready for a fun one? I'm ready. All right. I think, no, he's not from Ohio, but we'll get into that. Please welcome to the podcast, Chip Hughes. Hey, Chip, how's it going? Hey, Chuck and Roxy, fantastic. How are you guys doing? We're great. Now, I already had a misslip. We're going to have to reset the board to zero already, but now there's a reason for that. We saw all over Facebook the other day that you were hanging out with the piano man, Mr. Tony Beeson, correct? I'm telling you, it was the best part. I had a little uh, road trip that I was taking to uh, listen to uh, live music uh, from a band that I enjoy. And I'll tell you, I'll give you a little background. Tony always posts some funny stuff on Facebook and he posted pictures of bunk beds at his house. (laughs) And uh, I made a joke on there saying, hey, I'm going to be in uh, uh, Cincinnati. Do you have any room at the Airbnb lodging? Airbnb, uh, I love that. Of course, you know, Tony, he's up for any challenge like that. And he said, yeah, sure. Uh, We're taking reservations. So uh, we work things out behind the scenes. And uh, I got to spend uh, the afternoon anyways with Tony and he and uh, his lovely wife and one of his sons. Oh, wow. uh, In in Ohio. So it was uh, a great Cincinnati uh, get together and checked off the top two of Cincinnati culinary delights on my trip there (laughs) with the Skyline Chili. Yes. And Grater's ice cream. Nice. Amazing. Okay. So now I'm glad you said all that because that kind of puts me a little bit in okay grace here because that's why I made this mistake saying all the way from Ohio. You're not from Ohio though. So let's go back and take a second to meet you. Now, where are you from? Where did you grow up and all that stuff? Yes. I am originally from upstate New York. Nice. Uh, in Elmira, New York. Wait, wait. Which wait, is wait, wait. Eminem Red Hots? Is that what it's called? Eminem Red Hots Eminem. is one of the classic uh, places to get your uh, sauce. But Can I get some I applause it just for shut that? Down with, I, I don't think they survived the pandemic. No. Are you oh, serious? No. So, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Littles, we have to take a quick second. I, it was just one of my favorite tour spots. I mean, not Elmira. What is it? Yeah. It's a horrible place to do a show. <laughs> uh, that theater was horrible. Oh, now, but, did, now, did you ever go to the Clemens Center? The Clemens Center is a beautiful place to perform there. Wait, is so. that new? That's been there for quite a while. No, no, it is the Clemens. No, see, okay, now see. Uh, okay. We, we've got to get into you here, Chip. But, okay, <laughs> see, the problem is, and this is funny, how I think I've referenced this on the podcast before, and we, I fully admit this is not fair. But if the hotel sucks and parts of like the theater suck, then you think, oh, Elmira sucked. That's not fair. Okay. What it is, is there is no orchestra pit there at the mm. Clement Center. I've played the Clement Center many times. The there pit is go. so tiny. The stage is fine. The audience is fine. The audience experience is great. You're right. It's a very nice place to go see a show. But backstage, underneath the stage, where the pit orchestra sit, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. So I'm always like, oh, that place sucks. <laughs> so Which isn't fair. Which isn't fair. But... M&M Red Hots, that's, you're like, okay, I'm going. Now, Littles, this is like, it was, it's just like a mom and pop family owned yeah. hot dog stand, right? Yeah. Oh. That they expanded into a restaurant. I mean, it's amazing, Roxy. You can get every kind of hot dog, anything you want well, on sadly, it. Sadly, was amazing. Yeah. So you're saying you don't think it, it survived? I, 
don't believe it survived. Oh, that's so sad. But yeah, that was that was uh, one of the culinary delights of there. Yeah. Uh, and it probably wasn't around, but the, there was the Mohawk Deli, which uh, had wonderful uh, snowflake rolls and different things like that that wasn't too far from M&M's. But that left Elmira years ago. Oh. And I left Elmira around 1995 and moved out here to Jackson, Missouri. Raised a family and have been living out here since and uh, and enjoying life in the heartland. So what brought you out there, though? Did you go to school and stuff like that? Uh, no, I got married. My wife and I were traveling around the country, and we found out in Joshua Tree, California, yep, that we Park. were going to have a little one on the way. We are going to have a little, little. A little, so, little. Uh, so my uh, ex-wife's uh, grandfather said, well, when you kids are ready to settle down, you come out to Jackson, Missouri. we got a place for you out here. So we went ahead and uh, found out we took a little pregnancy test and saw that there's a little plus sign on there. So I gave Grandpa Greer a call and said, Grandpa, I think we're ready to head your way. Uh, will you? And they were just delighted to have us and uh, got a job here locally and finally moved out of Grandpa's basement after a couple of months. And I uh, got our own place and had a beautiful little uh, baby girl and uh, started our lives here. And now, forgive me for this, where exactly is that in relation? Like, is it close to Springfield? Uh, so Jackson, Missouri, the biggest uh, landmark is Cape Girardeau, mm. Missouri, which is right on the Mississippi, about two hours south of St. Louis. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. So that's kind of near Tiny Chuck area, because I know there is a Summer of Littles event happening there this year. Summer of Littles 4. <laughs> yes. Now, I've my sister's. I've got two sisters that live in Berkeley, California, one that still lives in New York up uh, in Arondacoy, just outside of Rochester. And our families, for the last 15 years or so, we get together and rent a cottage on Cuga Lake, one of the beautiful Finger Lakes up in central New York. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll stay there all week and just family time and chill out. But it's been all it's like the split week where it's like the end of July and beginning of August. And that's always when Summer of Littles has been held for the last right. four years. Right, yeah. right. So, and they've got one in Corning painted post, which I could go hit. But it's like, it's just tough to pull me away from the water and the lake and everything. Yeah. Sure, oh, of course. sure. You, know, I've often you thought should about... just tell them to relocate and have the, have the Littles come to you. <laughs> or that. I mean, that would I, be cool. Do it on the lake. Yeah. You know, I, if I was a big, I would do that, Roxy, <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I know my place as a little, so I'm not going to make that type of demand. Yeah. Of, now, the, I'm just throwing this out there. Now, it'd probably screw us up any, even more than it already kind of does. But now, I've often thought of that where I've heard that before where, well, we always take our family vacation that week. I've often wondered why they don't mix it up a little bit. Why can't? summer of littles be the second week of august and like jingle fest be like the first week of june instead of the right. last week of june or yeah. stuff you know just mix it up a little bit mm-hmm. because well, the... i always wonder why we can't mix up our family vacation a little bit it's always that week well, that's true too. Well, i was gonna say that too yeah because roxy and i are kind of planning around it this year yeah <laughs> so yeah we're trying to and uh so hopefully we're gonna get down there in june so when did you leave how old were you when you left elmira uh gosh 33 oh okay so i'm my next curiosity, and I think I know where this is going, but where does your team fandoms lie? Like, what's your favorite sport? What's your favorite teams? All that stuff. Uh, let's see. I loved kickball when I was a kid growing up, and then that yes. developed into like a softball slash baseball, and you know, always play that all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in junior high, I joined the uh, high school soccer team, and I uh, played JV soccer a lot and enjoyed that. Except, uh, you know, I was, I was always like a fullback or something. So I never really got into scoring stuff. Yep. I was always in the boring defending with stuff. You. Yep. <laughs> that was my position. Uh, yep. And then when I was uh 14 or fit, I guess I was 15. I got one of those rod hockey games. That's a little tabletop thing with 
the little guys that spin around mm-hmm. when you twist the rods and mm-hmm. everything. And uh, got into to hockey and realized that Elmira College had a, a college hockey team. And I'd never been to a hockey game or anything, so I started going to those. And that was right when uh, HBO was uh, showing all the Madison Square Garden events, New York Knicks, New York Rangers, and everything there. So I started watching hockey on television as well. So I became like a super huge hockey fan. Interesting. And, uh, where there was not a whole lot of hockey going on in our area. And just a few people were into hockey that I knew of. So I wound up diving into everything hockey. Became a huge Buffalo Sabres fan. Oh. Uh, again, I, I hardly ever saw any of their games, but watched the Rangers and Islanders because they were, you know, always on TV from uh, the city and from uh, HBO or wherever I could see those games. Right. But I uh, was always a Sabres fan growing up and, and still kind of a Sabres fan. But uh, when I moved out here to uh, Missouri at the end of 1995, it was like just a couple weeks later, the St. Louis Blues made this huge blockbuster trade and got Wayne Gretzky on their mm. team. Mm. So I was like, whoa, I guess I can be a Blues fan. Right. Yeah. So I finally <laughs> got to go to some Blues games and see Wayne Gretzky play with Brett Hall and Grant Fuhr and uh, some of the legends of the game. So I I really enjoyed that. And, sure. Yeah, uh, I've become a big Blues fan now. And I was fortunate enough to be able to go to uh, all their home games for their Stanley Cup uh, championship back in 2019. Oh, cool. And looking forward to them making a similar run this year, hopefully. Nice. So I have to ask the question, and forgive me, Bobby, if I'm screwing this up again. If it was Buffalo and St. Louis, who would you root for? That's the whole beauty of that, because Buffalo's in the Eastern Conference, so I can root for them and watch all their games and hope they do well, which unfortunately they've now missed the playoffs for their 11th year in the row. So uh-huh. I, I don't really have, I know that's not really going to be too much, too big a deal. But now that the Blues have won their Stanley Cup, if it came down to the Buffalo Sabres versus the St. Louis Blues for the Stanley Cup championship, I'm going to be rooting for Buffalo this time. Gotcha. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Now, can we go back to the kickball for a second? <laughs> Um, (laughs) No, because I'm sure this wasn't because you said in grade school and stuff, but I don't know if you're aware of this, but at least in Manhattan here, there are kickball leagues. Yep. Okay. It's a crazy sport. People get real serious about it. Yeah, but here's the thing. Okay. (laughs) And I'm not trying to like say we're better people because we play softball, but I'll walk by these fields because the fields are all right near each other, you know, like in Central Park. Sure. Limit, and, limited area there you've got to, you've got to combine and right. get as much time in as possible yeah. but i'm sorry some of these guys I, I you know i'm trying to think roxy have we ever seen a woman like this that's just like crazy i mean i'm sure they're out there okay they're like mo- everyone realizes that especially the kickball they're the they're called zog sports or yeah york or yorkville whatever but they're like they're, they're recreational they're recreational to meet people the, the yeah. whole point of that is to then after the game you go out to a bar and hang out and be social and right. meet people. Right. Okay. It's almost like a singles event type of thing. I mean, not always, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It, well, that's kind of. Yeah, sure. Okay. These guys that show up with the cleats and the face paint and the like, <laughs> they're like screaming at people. Super competitive. Like, it's like, do you realize what kind of league this is? It's You're playing kick. I, I this don't is mean to, for funsies. <laughs> I don't mean to diminish kickball for all you kickball fans out there. Yeah. But it really, I just laugh. I sit there and laugh. Now, I think they probably laugh at us. Right. When they turn around and watch us play softball and the knuckleheads we play with softball yeah. with, you know, how competitive we are. But I don't know. There's just something about it. And like I said, I don't mean I know I sound like I'm diminishing mm. kickball as a sport, but it just makes me laugh. I don't know why. It just but these guys really hardcore screaming, like screaming and, and like, come on. And, yeah. like, you know, it's in like, um, the poor. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, you weren't like no. that. right? <laughs> no, I don't think I, I don't think I've played kickball since about uh 
probably fifth or sixth grade. So gotcha. Gotcha. I, I focused all that uh, angst and childhood uh, onto my hockey. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Yeah. Excellent. And now real quick, tell us, how did you become a little? When did you start listening to Tony and all that stuff? Uh, yeah. Well, that, I was talking to Tony Beast about that the other day. And Wait, it's did like, you say Tony gosh, Beast? I, I was thinking it was like the after I'd moved out here to Missouri in you know the late 90s or something. But I don't I think it was when I got a, a second job out here like around 2000. I think I started listening around the 2000s okay. when Tony was on ESPN and uh, ESPN had just started streaming like all their broadcasts and mm. everything. Ah. So I listened uh, basically you know, on my computer at work while I was working and uh, I, I'd listened to several different sports shows in a row and uh, Tony Kornheiser is one of them. But I really enjoyed the format of his show that it wasn't all just sports because, you know, that I'm not a huge sports nerd as far as that stuff goes. I enjoy going to games and seeing sports live and I'll flip the channel on. I do love golf, so I'm not a big hater on the golf talk. And I really enjoyed uh, what Tony had to offer. Also, little did I know that since I was streaming off my computer at work, the ESPN show, I was getting the uh, backdoor Internet show which ah. I guess now is really kind of legendary as yes. far as what it was. But that was where all the swearing and the yes. behind-the-scenes conversations, chit-chat went on between uh, Kevin the Board Op and uh, Tony and mm-hmm. everybody else there. Yeah. So uh, it was kind of cool to be in on that. I was way past that time, so I didn't. But Bill LaHecka hooked me up and sent yeah. me a few files, yep. just a few of them. And it was oh, <laughs> yeah. such a treat. Colorful. Yeah, color- <laughs> very colorful. <laughs> Well, so especially because now you know Tony today and like, yeah. what was it last week? He was talking about pretzel day and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And you're like, oh, he's just so like, you know, it's grandpa. You know? Right. <laughs> right. And you hear him drop Times some F-bombs changed. and you're like, wow. Okay. Oh, he's always been grandpa. So yeah. we, we yep. love grandpa. All right. Well, listen, Chip, we're not going to call it the bury the lead moment because you did put it on the form, but you can stick around, right? Because we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into that. Is that okay? You bet I can, sure. All right. All you loyal listeners will be right back with Meet the Littles. Hi, Littles. This is Sandra Rohde, and you are listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast, and we are lucky enough to have Chip Hughes with us today. Now, can you say your full name one more time? Uh, my actual full name if, if, is that okay? Yeah, is Charles Anthony Hughes the third? I mean, Littles the third. I mean, how's I, love I it. mean, that's amazing. I love it. So, because we do that little thing where I'm like, please state your full name, and mm-hmm. you know that the whole thing. And he said that I was like, oh wow, this that's that's great. Yeah, it's a good name. But he prefers Chip. That's what you go. By, I'm much right? more, I'm much more of a Chip than a Charles, <laughs> or, or a third as well. So. <laughs> Well, listen, we teased this a little bit going into the break, and we're not calling it a Barry the Lead moment because he was very upfront. He filled out the form, Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to save it because it sounds very interesting. Now, of course, you are one of these people that were like, I don't really have that much to talk about, but he has this, I'm going to call it a passion. I don't know. It says on your form, creating YouTube videos from old TK shows, and you call it These Videos Stink. Yes, that's the one. Can you go into that? How did that all start and everything? Okay, well, going back to, like I said, when I first started listening to the show back in the 2000s, you know, it was while I was working, and I'll be damned if work didn't get in the way, you know, I'd get called to go do this or that, and I'd miss a whole, like, segment of Tony, and I'd say, what? How dare they, right? This this stinks. (laughs) This show stinks. So, uh, or not hearing this show stinks. So, I I found an app that would record streaming audio, Mm. and immediately uh, paid the $9.95 for that, downloaded it. 
set it to go at, I forgot what time it was. It used to be on like 10 to noon or something yeah. like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Set the timer for that. So now when I went away to help people, I'd come back and could continue listening to the recording that I'd made of the Tony mm-hmm. show. This is pre-podcast day, folks. This is the old timers out here that was listening to the Mr. Tony. Yeah. So now I had all these audio files and, you know, I'm a pack rat. I don't want to delete these things or throw them away or anything. So I would on occasion basically kind of cut those up and uh, work with the audio to have make uh, some smaller chunks and smaller files. So I quickly find uh, the really funny uh, Mr. Tony moments. And then uh, along with that, I figured, well, hell, I'll just Google a whole bunch of pictures related to what Tony's talking about that day and get a lot of images off Google of uh, Mr. Tony and throw them together with a video, put the audio underneath it and uh, save that WMV file or whatever the heck it is and uh, upload it to YouTube. That's amazing. I wanted to stay low, though. I mean, I thought, God, you know, I could probably get sued or probably against all sorts of violations or everything. So I I never really revealed that it was me that was doing that or whatever. But uh, well, until uh, now, (laughs) yeah. And it's like I was looking back. I think I started doing that around, gosh, 2010 or so. Mm hmm. So I started putting those together, and Jerry Negrelli survived all his stuff and everything. So I figured, okay, yeah, I can go out there with that. Well, I think the big thing is that you weren't making money off of it, right? Yeah, and and that uh, was the other thing. I didn't monetize the channel or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. It was it was for the love of the littles. It's exactly. little little littles here. This is what we're all about. Right. Exactly. I feel like there was one recently that was posted, and I'm like, I didn't know who it came from. It was exactly what you just said. It was a video that was. Tony Kornheiser show material with like pictures of him mm-hmm. just floating by. I bet it was one of yours, and you probably don't even know it's out there that someone like retweeted it or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, Joe Arrow shared one on Facebook the other day. Oh, that's, like, that's, that's it. That's the it. one. The, okay. That uh, reminded me of the, Christ, the Kirstie Alley story. Oh, right. And, right, right, right. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Kirstie Alley. Wow. Yes. And, uh, <sighs> knocked Tony out of his chair two or three times as uh, Kirstie Alley was going through the interviews. Well, actually, we can do this at the end of the show, but so these are all still on YouTube, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Cool. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to need that. you to plug that. I know. But unfortunately, we are kind of running out of time here already. Can we, you're okay with some fun, dumb questions, right? Sure, let's do it. All right. Do you want to go rapid fire first or do you want to go like ease into it with some thoughtful, uh, provoking look, questions? I'm, I'm much, I think I'm much more uh, free flowing and rapid fire mode. Oh, okay. All right. If I get too thoughtful, I'll start stopping. Well, we're going to do both. Yeah, yeah. You can't get away without doing both, but I would just <laughs> want to, we didn't know if you wanted to warm up. You know, you're a Dan Byrne guy. You just want, go, rapid fire, go, yeah, go, no, go. We're, All right. we're we got some new ones. We're excited about this, actually. We'll start them off. Coke or Pepsi? Oh, Coke. Okay. But I worked for Pepsi for a while. <laughs> oh, hot coffee or iced coffee? Mmm, hot. Okay. Will you drink iced coffee, though? Oh, yeah. Okay. I like iced coffee. Okay. Gross. <laughs> Chuck won't. <laughs> I won't even eat coffee ice cream. That's the only place where Tony and I differ. You're next. Star Trek or Star Wars? Ooh, grew up with Star Trek. Got to go with that first. But love both. So you're a TV guy. Brady Bunch or Partridge Family? My hockey nights. I would cry because I have three younger sisters and I couldn't watch the hockey game because uh, the Brady Bunch was on. Uh-huh. But I, was a, I was like, I where's was he going with Partridge. this? I was a huge Partridge Family and oh. my first crush was... Uh, Susan Day. So we'll oh, nice. go Partridge Family. Cool. Heathcliff or Garfield? Uh, Garfield. Cake or pie? Cake. Cups in your cupboard. Up or down? Is that how it goes? I forget. Up or down? Cup up. Cup up? Okay, cool. Interesting. Okay. Because ours are down. 
Yeah. Should we dive deep dive into that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I think putting it down helps because, you know, there's like dust particles. Right. But Roxy, because we, we didn't get into this with Dan because he kind of jumped right in. Right. He's like, I have questions for you. Right. Um, but here's my thought I'm defending them because I'm I, I go either way on this. I don't care. But I mean, if the dust particles would get in the cup, the dust particles are clearly getting on the shelf and we're now putting them face down into the dust particles. Well, but right? that's just the rim. Well, okay, but that's the rim drink. is better so than like, the whole. It's like inside. a margarita of uh, dust instead of salt, right? Sea right, salt. but you... can we say sea salt on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, we can. Okay. We're okay. We're okay. We're, we've cleared that. <laughs> no, we you... do whatever we want here. That's right. But you know what I mean? It's like we're kind of putting the rims in the dust that you're referring to. You're the one that's bringing up the dust in the cupboard. So. I, I know. I, and I, I agree. It also depends on if you have cupboard doors or if it's just like an open shelf plan type of thing. Uh, you know, that's so tricky. We've gone way too far. I, I think we I think so. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some of these thought provoking. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to I be? Love, no, wait, wait. I, I, let's oh. back up. So is this like a whole new dynamic since you've been married or would you have done this uh, last year too? Oh, with the cups? Yeah, with the cups and the uh, ups. Cups and ups or downs. Uh, I think I, mean, I just put them in there and Chuck said, okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Chuck was smart enough not to question it. Yeah, I didn't know it was a, th- uh, it was a thing no, though. No, actually we're, we're the same on that. Yeah. Cause I grew up with them down. Okay. I would put them down. Okay. So now the toilet paper, that would be a different story. But, but okay, we'll wait, there. I'm just thinking bowls we put face up. Right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Seems me, like a lot like... more dust would collect than those, doesn't it? Yeah. See, yeah. to me, that's like, um putting milk in the bowl first to me you can't put your bowls does anyone put their dishes down littles this is a new thing i don't think so I don't are think there any so. psychopaths out there and put their dishes face down that are willing to reveal themselves that are willing to reveal themselves so the dust doesn't collect there's no dust i mean if you have like i said if you have yeah, doors yeah. on the cupboard i yeah. think you're fine it's the but there are some of these artsy new open shelving, open shelving mm-hmm. things so yeah were you just avoiding the cartoon character or <laughs> no, go ahead. Cause go that ahead. was, no, that was a great question, but yeah. all right. So, all right. So who do you want to be? I think, uh, it's between Ren and Stimpy. I guess I'll go with Ren because oh. he's more needy and demanding. Oh, cool. That's one I haven't heard in a long time. I'm trying to, I mean, I remember them vaguely, but mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. If you could time travel where or when would you go? Oh, I think I'd like to go back to Jurassic times. And uh, hide and watch the dinosaurs. Nice. What if they find you, sir? Like, uh, I'd, I'd be hiding. Now there'd, there'd be there'd be something written into that when I go back. Oh, there. I see. You would have your your superpower would be invisibility, right? Right. And escape at any moment. Yep. 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 All right. He's tying in too many. He's tying in. <laughs> that's du- good. That's, that's we're okay. covering a lot of ground here. That's fair. Which TV home would you want to live in? I think the Partridge Family, but that's just for the uh, painted bus. Oh yeah. <laughs> Now, gotcha. would you want to live with the characters or without the characters? Oh, with would be okay. Oh, yeah, okay. you have to. There, yeah. you need the band. Yeah, you need the band. Yeah. Now, would you take part in the band or would you manage the band? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, well, little Tracy could play the tambourine. I just knock her down and grab the tambourine from her and be okay on it. <laughs> right. So, say, so here's a triangle. You play this. Yeah. <laughs> what three famous people, living or dead, would you want at your fantasy dinner party? Oh, this is a good one. Definitely uh, number one is John Lennon. Mm. And then Tiger Woods. And Mr. Tony is going to be there. Nice. Ah. He's not showing up. Come on. What is that called? A homer? Yeah, right. That's a homer pick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's showing up, though, to be honest. But 
It's like the time travel thing. It's written in. He's going to be there, damn it. Right. He yep. has to show if up. If I'm bringing John Lennon back from the dead, Tony will be there. Yeah. That's actually very true. Very true. That's actually a very good point. Wait, so is Tiger your favorite golfer? I think Jordan Spieth is like my favorite golfer right now, but I have so much respect for what Tiger's done mm-hmm. and what he's continuing to do yeah. that it's pretty amazing. So, yeah. yeah, he's up there with my favorites. And Jack, of course. Right. And the shock. Hmm. What's the worst thing you did as a kid? Ooh. Okay, this relates back to our earlier question. I stole $5 out of my mother's purse and went to Sears and Roebuck and bought a model of the Star Trek USS Enterprise. Oh, nice. <laughs> like she wasn't going to find out when I got home and I just kind of had this out of the blue. Right. So I had to admit what I had done and uh, I felt pretty bad. You know, that was like the most ashamed I was uh, getting caught at doing something like that. Wow. For $5? Yeah. Wow. And it was probably actually two fifty. If I gave her the change back, you know, I, that would incriminate myself. Right. <laughs> That's funny. What is your favorite family tradition? Going to uh, the Finger Lakes, Cuca Lake every year and meeting up with um, my sisters and their family there at the same time. Nice. That's and awesome. my kids all go too. So it's yeah. a great time. Cool. If you could only eat three foods for the rest of your life, what would they be? Ooh, pizza, chicken wings, and tacos. Nice. Mm. Nice. I think That's mine good. would be pasta, pasta, and pasta. Because you can make it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Now, do we deep dive into the pizza or no? Yeah, let's, why let's, not? Let's briefly go there. What kind of pizza? PMS. Can I buy pepperoni, a vowel? Peppers, mushroom, mushrooms, and sausage. <laughs> can I buy a vowel? <laughs> or pepperoni. So pepperoni? Or peppers. Pepper? Pepperoni, mushroom, sausage. Pepperoni, nice. mushroom, sausage. Okay. Okay. And That's like, a favorite. New York style deep dish, thin. You're in the thin crust area. Uh, new, yeah, New York. New okay, York would good. be my preference, but I'm out here in the heartland, so I take what I got. That yeah. emos crap. We I don't like that. But yeah, you know I'm not a huge emos fan, and it seems a little. Uh, the uh, price point seems a little high to me. So yeah, for that thin, like yeah, yeah. It's, it's like paper thin crust. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, yeah, it's, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And, and it's okay. I I won't throw it away. <laughs> right, I, right. It's I, something to eat. No, I don't eat have, it. Right, right. I, I'm a big fan of pizza, so. Right. right. All right, Roxy, one more. All right. If you were guaranteed to be successful in a different profession, what would you want to do? Mm, I really love my job right now. But, well, that's um, good. Yeah, I, I think being a uh, GM for a uh, National Hockey League team. Nice. Oh, yeah. For, for the Buffalo Sabres. we got to get them back in shape. Yeah. 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 Well, you'd be guaranteed successful, so that right. must mean yeah. the team would That's always win. Stanley Cup, baby. Yep. Right. Yep. Well, listen, Chip, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. This has been a lot of fun. Now, how can we find you, and do you have anything to plug? Well, you do. We definitely have to plug, because I want to know more. How can we find this YouTube channel and stuff? Oh, yeah. What is It's uh, just go to YouTube and uh, Google Tony Kornheiser, or these videos stink, all one word. <laughs> And uh, you'll find that pretty easily. So right. these videos stink. And how can we? You're on Twitter and all that stuff. I don't do Twitter, but I am on the Facebook. You are on the book of and face. I'm just uh, okay. Chip Hughes on the Facebook. All right, and we'll make sure. I'm we... not. Char- I'm not Charles Anthony Hughes the <laughs> third. Although I notice there's a propensity for people to really put their full entire name on Facebook for some reason, which I'm not sure why. But <laughs> I'm just Chip Hughes. Okay. Nice. All right. Well, thanks again, Chip, for coming on. Oh wait, me. wait. Oh. I, I, I've got a request. Okay. Can I? Uh, say this one time use the code people perfect now do you know the code i don't ah. <laughs> well, it's funny. 
LL Pod. That's our code. LL Pod. Try okay. it on anything. Well, thanks again so much for coming on. We really appreciate the time. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Oh, over. Way over. Way over. Way over. Not just over. Way over. Always over. I have a follow-up question for that, but I don't know if we have time. Sure, because I have no idea what you're thinking. Okay, well, when you're in a public restroom, it's sideways. So which way is considered over? To the left or to the right? I. It's hard to tell. I think coming towards you is over. Coming toward you. Okay. That to me would be over. But what if it's kind of behind you? (laughs) Then then it's just inconvenient. That's just inconvenient. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Then then we've got to ask standing or sitting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Thank you so much for coming to meet the Littles. We really appreciate it. Okay, guys. Thank you. Take care. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Marshmallow, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Friday five, Friday five, oh, Friday, Friday five, Friday five, Friday five, Friday five, Friday five, Friday five, Friday five. Now it's time for Friday five, tell you why. Because it's Friday and it's time to jive. And when a little tells us in advance, then we actually stand a chance. It's time for the Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, the Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, the Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, the Friday Five. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. Sorry, not sorry, Sully. We like the jingle. It's cute. Listen, close your eyes, and as you're listening to it, just bop your head from side to side. <laughs> That's yeah. it. And then you're in a good mood. <laughs> it's, it's time for the Friday Five. Thank you, Steve Tashir. I believe these are from. Mm-hmm. And we have number one, why or why not? What is your go-to? Has it changed over the years? Oh, that's good. I think I'm a why not. Yeah. I also had a music teacher in elementary school named Mr. Why Not. So I think I'm a why not. Okay. I think because of my job, I'm a why. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> why why that's all I, that's I, that's come out of my mouth a lot in the last yeah. eight or nine years so yeah i i'd like to think i'm a why not but i, I think At i'm more of a, a why I'm a, why mm-hmm. why why are we doing this why mm-hmm. are we doing it this way why are we mm-hmm. yeah okay anyway ritz what do you got i think i'm a why not guy and maybe it's the parent in me you know always challenging my kids to Never say no or why and just take it on and say, why not? I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think all parents should be like that. Yeah. All right, Roxy, what's number two? All right. If you could create a vending machine, what would it vend? No constraints and free for you. Ooh. You want to go first, Ritz? All right. So, you know, we talked about baseball cards before, and I randomly will latch on to different baseball cards that I remember as a kid. And then I go on these wild hunts on eBay to find them to complete my collection. So I would love a vending machine of classic collectible baseball cards. Wouldn't that be neat? That'd be cool. Yeah. Now I want to change my answer. (laughs) This is why I like to go first. Yeah. A, you can't steal my answer. And two, now I'm talked into something else. Right. All right. Where do you set the order? Roxy, you're next. All right. So I would love a vending machine where I can get shoes, dance shoes, specifically (laughs) Laduca dance shoes. 
they are the prettiest, the most comfy Italian leather. Like they are, they are what all the Broadway shows and Radio City, that's what we wear. And I would love to be able to pick and choose any type of shoe that they make, any color, anything, tap shoes, character shoes, whatever, and be able to walk up to a vending machine and get what I want. Okay. Now anytime. I'm, I'm going to go outside the box here because this is like one of those what three wishes. Yeah. But it doesn't say you can't ask for another wish. Sure. That um, This question has loopholes. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so, well, it's a vending machine. So I, I always come back to the office. I feel like, remember the Dwight Schrute episode oh, yeah. where Jim puts all his stuff in the, yep. the vending machine? So I feel like I could have a vending machine, but 50 different things. That's right? true. So I could have 50 different... I know that's not the what the point of the well, question no, is. Well, no, you can have whatever you want in it. Well, okay. I'm going to say a vending machine that vends money. That would be great. Well, right? Perfect. Right? There you go. Yeah. That's right? yeah. So I used to think hundred dollar um, bills. I used to think row. ATM machines were money. <laughs> I called them money machines, and I thought that you know I would say, "Oh, mom, can I have this?" And she's like, "No, we don't have the no, money." We don't have the like, money. I'm like, "Just go to the money machine. It'll give it to you." And they're like, "That's not how that works." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Roxy, I'm surprised you didn't say American Cone Dream ice cream, mm. Ben and Jerry's. I mean, that would be great too. Yeah, yeah. That would be great too. But yeah. these dance shoes are very expensive. So if I could get them anytime I want for free, that would be really great. And we haven't done that in a long time. We should try to maybe, we should answer for each other. Oh, okay. You know, and okay. we could do Ritz too. Maybe. Uh-huh. So anyway, uh-huh. all right, let's go to number three. Tell us the story of your parents naming you. Okay. So first of all, if I was a boy, if I was going to be a boy, they were going to name me Sean. Seamus was also thrown around. Ooh. That was my dad's choice. <laughs> um, the Irish, you know. My name oh. came from an actress on a TV show in the 80s that my parents watched. I don't remember what it was. But then my nickname came from another show. It was like a made-for-TV kind of four-part, three-part movie, The Thornbirds. Oh. Yeah. I never saw it, so I don't know. I'm but. just going to leave it at that. And that movie is messed up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I didn't realize that. All right, mine's really easy. I was a mistake. <laughs> I was a complete mistake, and I have proof. My dad's name is Louis Anthony. Okay, that's his first and middle name. Yeah. Okay. I come from a family of five. Uh-huh. I have four older sisters. Yep. I was the baby, mm-hmm. so I was last. Mm-hmm. Okay. My fourth sister, yeah. her name is Luann. Yep. Big Italian family, tradition, name the last child after the father. Yep. Okay. Yep. So when my family sits here and says, oh, no, you were playing. I'm like, come on. My last sister you named after our father, Louis Anthony. Her name is Luann. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't even sit here and tell me I was planned. Yep. Okay. Yep. Whatever. So then, yeah. So I wasn't planned at all. So they just picked whatever. So that's, that's how that happened. Ritz, what do you got? I think this is a sneaky way of the listeners yeah. trying to find out our real names. I know. What do you, guys I, I was think? Think, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Ritz isn't your real name? I will tell you this. My name is my first and middle name are probably the two most common boys' names for people born of my generation. Yeah. Right. And I, I would joke with my parents, like, was I a surprise? Did you guys not even give it any forethought? And I remember I made my mother really sad one time. She's like, but don't you love your name? I'm so upset now. Like, we thought that was such a good name. But I do know I was named after one of her very dear uncles. And so I was always very honored about that. Oh, nice. Excellent. Nice. All right, Roxy, what's number four? All right, number four. Have you read any good books lately? I find I have much more time on my hands being newly retired and I'm always looking for new reading material. Nope. (laughs) Roxy's like, nope. Roxy's planning a wedding. I don't have time. I don't have time for anything. Anything. (laughs) Ritz, what do you got? 
So I'm a big reader of business, uh, self-help kind of books, and mm. it was recommended to me recently, and I did actually get it this week. So very timely question. So I would recommend very much a book called Atomic Habits okay. by a gentleman named James Clear. And, and sometimes those business books give you these big grandiose ideas, and this is really about just changing little things in your life on a day-to-day -day basis. I think it's got applications not only in my business life, but my athletic life. So I've really enjoyed the read so far. Nice. All right. Well, I haven't read any. <laughs> Chuck doesn't read. But I've got like four or five that I plan to read because yeah. I keep buying these books. Uh -huh. And Roxy, you got me the one for Christmas two years ago. <laughs> Still haven't read, but I can't wait. What did I get you? The autobiography of Elaine Stritch. That's and, right. Uh, she, I can't wait. Yeah. That's one of my all-time favorite. I, the biggest regret I have is not seeing her live one-woman show here in New mm. York when she was here. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't even in town then. I was on tour and stuff. But yeah. had if I knew what I know now, definitely would have. I know it's you on love video. her. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's amazing. So mm -hmm. anyway. Hey, I will say kind of on the theme of that book, Atomic Habits, one of my atomic habits is that I'm trying to earmark 10, 15 minutes a day just to read something outside of my work life. And I, I'll typically find that I end up going past the 10 or 15 minutes because you got to kind of get caught up in it. But it's a good habit to build into your life. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And then I just got and actually, I think, you know, this person, uh, Ritz, I just got two new books. It was very nice enough to sign them for me. Jeffrey Lyons. Do you know who that is? Yes. Okay. Jeffrey Lyons. He just came out with two new books. One you're not going to be interested. In. It's called The Boston Red Sox All-Time All-Stars. <laughs> and then the that. other one is Hemingway and Me and their letters, antidotes, and memoirs of a life-changing friendship. Okay. So his dad was very famous writer for the New York Times and all that stuff. And he had his own column the called Lion's Den. Yeah. The Lion's mm -hmm. Den. Yeah. So there's another book that he has that he wrote earlier, but these are the two that just came out. So I highly recommend, I'm going to try to hook him up with Tori on Chatter on Books. Yeah, that'd be cool. To see if he can go on because it, I think he'd be a good interview to yeah. get. Uh, so those are, that's not what I'm currently reading. I mean, of course, there's always the Louise Gluck, Ugh. the first four books of poems Ugh. that you know we've, we've opened up time to time again. Ugh. And uh, yeah. I just love hearing you say Louise Gluck. Gluck. I know. Gluck. Yeah. Remember the first time I said Louis? <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, uh, <laughs> number five. I got the answer right now. When did you last laugh out loud? Right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is the tricky part of the podcast. First of all, thank you, Ritz, for coming on. It's been a while, so this is good. And uh, we got to get the five of us on again. We've yeah. only done that one time. I know. Yeah. Maybe for the 150th episode. Maybe. Probably That's not. coming up. Yeah. Well, well that would be month. good. That yeah. That would be awesome. So, I don't, Roxy, this is the awkward moment of the podcast now. Okay. So here tell, we go. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Just go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. Everything you could possibly need or want to know is on our website now, and it's awesome. Send us an email. It has all the little pretty links on it. You just click links on it. It'll bring to you our social media. Facebook accounts. page, Instagram, mm -hmm. anywhere you want to go. It also, more importantly, has a link. You click on it and it says, hey, I want to be a guest. Yes. And then you just tell us your name. We, we'd love that. Yes. That makes our job so much easier. Yes. And that's great. It also has, if you want to send in music to the podcast, you yep. can do that. If you want to send in fun, dumb questions oh, yeah. that that's pop a, up in your mind. That's, that's or too. We've gotten a few General mailbag things. Yeah. yeah. Fun, dumb questions we haven't asked yet. Yep. Yeah. Send those in too. Loyallittlespod.com. So. All right. And special shout out to Cool Aunt Claire for doing all the research because it's fantastic to scroll through all the prior episodes and see the guests and everything else. That's great. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. She hooked us up. Yep. 
All right. Well, once again, thanks to Chip Hughes for coming on and meeting the Littles this episode. And thank you, Sean Morrissey, Sandra Rohde, and Joe Mahan for our bumpers this episode. And here we go again, Roxy. We're terrible at this. And the other most important part about the website is it has all our sponsors on there. Yes. Our sponsors, our our codes, codes. everything like Mm -hmm. that. Stickgrip.com. Fogfreeeyewear.com. It's all on there. It's all on there. But the most important part about that is if you are out shopping online tonight, don't Don't forget forget to to. use the code, people. I'm just Chip Hughes. Nothing's right Everything is wrong The one that I love Has left me and gone No longer will I kiss Her beautiful face Time has stopped Said she's Went away There's a hole In the sky Where the sun used to be There's a place Where you left me That's lonely And bleak no stars to be seen The end of our dreams There's a hole in the sky Where the sun used to be
the sky What a sun used to be There's a hole in the sky Where the sun used to be The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Stanley Cup, baby. Oh, yeah.